Welcome to the Soul Connection Duo podcast. We are your hosts, Alexa and Sydney, and we are so excited to have you here with us today. Get ready to connect to your soul and start healing within. Today, our guest is Ian Altazar. Ian, the Freedom Astrologer, is dedicated to creating more freedom in the lives of human beings across the globe through astrology, spirituality, meditation, psychology, and business. Through many years of necessary suffering, he learned that there is no death and we as humans have unnecessarily been taught to suffer in the belief of it. After many awakenings and the acceptance of his immortality, he now helps other people to be free. Ian is also the co-host of the Cosmic Adults podcast, and we are so excited to have him here with us today. Welcome to the Soul Connection Duo podcast, Ian, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. It's, it's uh, awesome to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you, Ian. We're excited to pick your brain today and get to know you a little bit better. We both have enjoyed episodes of your podcast, and so we look forward to learning more about you. Um, we, you moved from BC recently, right? You're, where are you living now? So I moved from a little place called Estonia, actually. So it's it's Tallinn, Estonia, where I was located and I was born. And um, I locate, relocated to a little island called Fuerteventura, which is basically, you can call it Spain still, but it's it's like the furthest point of Europe, you can you can put it. And it's it's almost like Africa. It's a remote island. It's warm, it's sunny, it's it's awesome. <laughs> I like it here. You know. That sounds mm-hmm. so great. It's rainy, rainy, rainy here these days. So <laughs> it's really I'm jealous to hear that. I would recommend uh, definitely at least taking uh, bits and pieces wherever you have time on these places because you know these places actually I would say you know, it depends on harvest a little bit of your on your natal chart, personal natal chart. But these places usually, if you if you take, let's say, a couple of months here, a couple of months there, they open up different facets of your of your consciousness, and and um, I can really you know be a real life proof of that right now because it this place has already in like two months opened up a lot of I would say spiritual experiences for me personally. Up, so I would recommend. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> um, do you mind just telling us a little bit more about yourself and kind of your journey to becoming an astrologer as much as you're willing to share? <laughs> oh, obviously I can do that. <laughs> it's, it was a, it was a fun, you know, story for me. You can call it, I think, fun because um, it was about, I, I think, like, 10-ish years ago when, when astrology kind of came to my consciousness and at first because I knew you know those let's say newspaper more magazine type predictions and I was like mm, yeah not not so much but uh you know a couple of years went by after that when it first came and I kind of like disregarded it and I was in a relationship at that time and the weird thing in that relationship happened when like every almost like two weeks something came to the surface we fought like you know quite intensive arguments we can say and you know then we dialed it down got through it again two weeks again an argument i was like it happened like many months and i was like i was very confused 
<laughs> what was happening there but but by, by that time i was like already my spiritual awakening had happened and you know the kundalini stuff had happened and um i was in a place already where i was asking questions i was kind of like so what is happening here and i was kind of like putting that out there like what what is this and one of the biggest things after that i think it was like a week after that when i put that question out there just randomly i was uh, surfing youtube i was like looking for a video maybe i was even looking for music i can't even remember but very specifically i was recommended an astrology video and that video was um by my teacher still one of my you know favorite teachers now business partner as well and you know weird story we can maybe go into that later but um anyway in that video she very practically very i would say very clearly very simply very earthly put you know predictions for i think i listened to my sun sign because i didn't even know my ascendant or moon sign in the, at that time and she put like okay so this is going to happen these are the areas you're going to focus on etc etc and i was like okay so this sounds interesting <laughs> but i was like you know my left brain was in 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 the way so to speak so i had to get proof so i took that month basically looked at what was happening around me within me and a lot of the stuff she told in that like 15 20 minute video came true and i was like okay so there is something here and uh, you know one of the things she also talked about in that video was the moon cycles new moon full moon you know at that time for me you know yeah full moon great but you know it doesn't mean anything to really to me but now she started to to say things like okay so the full moon is when the you know the the emotions come to the surface and we we kind of like process the, those emotions and we get results and you know at times these these um coming of the the emotions to the surface causes fights and, and etc you you know she kind of like spoke to me in that moment and i was like okay so this is maybe <laughs> what is happening and i started like like i'm i come from a scientific family look all my grandparents are scientists i i'm, I'm like my mind works in you know, it like i need proof constantly proof <laughs> and i i literally went into okay so let's how can i prove this and i started making observations okay uh, again the moon cycle comes in again a fight okay so this is where the sign so i started putting really quickly things together like what influences us what doesn't influence us and and um like pretty quickly after that i was sold i was really sold i, I did a little bit of an experiment as well i did an ex experiment of um I took one month off, so I didn't look at any predictions, I didn't listen to any astrologer, I kind of like just lived my life and made some notes, like this is what happened, these are the themes, then I went back uh, to listen to the prediction, and I was like, oh my god, okay, so again, it makes sense. And then you know my then by then that time my logical brain had had enough of, of, of a proof that okay, so there's something there and then I went like I would say pretty crazy deep into it and kind of like almost obsessively into it and um, now here we are <laughs> around 10 years later approximately. Cool, so you've been doing this for about 10 years since that first video popped up? 
around that time i would say yes it uh, i mean that time was i was still like a more like a consumer and i had to get into the mindset of of an astrologer of an observer of a, of a, I, I i i really like to call like astrologers like spiritual scientists because there's there's so much there's there's the spiritual side and you know for a left brain person that's that side is hard to grasp at first but like astrology has that left brain type of of okay so this is these are the influences and i can literally put the pieces to the material events so i can prove my left brain that stuff as well so um like i think the best astrologers are the ones that where both areas mix together like the left brain like let's get some data and the like the spiritual oh I, i'm pulling the i'm pulling the information from some some ether some astral realm into the plane and i'm putting it i'm mixing it all together and so that's why i like the like the spiritual scientist kind of uh, approach to it mm-hmm. yeah you know it's funny like even people who aren't spiritual at all like i've heard so many people who work at hospitals or mental health facilities or schools like they know when the full moon is there because exactly. the energy is crazy and you don't have to be spiritual to <laughs> see that <laughs> and feel it not at all and i think one of the things that really uh, i mean it maybe it was an extra layer for me personally but I, I found out at least in estonia during full moons they put extra staff on uh, to the er department because they know that's when the bulk of the you know the accidents that the emotion the you know the arguments sometimes you know happens <laughs> a physical argument as well so they put extra stuff and i was like okay so if they already use it so why can't i and why can't we as a society actually use this in a very practical way and i think this is one of the really important if, if there are any astrologers in your in your kind of like uh, audience i, I really think this is like the work of the modern astrologer to put these sometimes high wisdom type things into a very very also practical earthly container make you maybe you can use that word to be able to use those things to our benefit in our daily lives you know it doesn't only have to be er obviously but it can be you know a lot lot, lots of lots of things yeah that's very interesting that you're saying that other countries do that I mean, I was working as a nurse a few years ago. I'm on medical leave still, um, but I noticed that for sure. And I feel like when nurses talked about there being a full moon and we were expecting for crazy things to happen, people outside of the hospital environment or other environments literally just thought we were crazy and conspiracy theorists, I feel like, (laughs) (laughs) to be honest, but it's true. Like I saw it firsthand. It's 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 so crazy and i even know too when like a full moon rolls around and we just had one i'm like this week right yeah Yeah, i like you do feel like emotions tensions are high it's it's really crazy once you start really paying attention to it and yeah if i can i think one of the most if if there are let's say skeptics out there in your audience this is one of the things I, i always recommend this if you want to put at like the minimum effort into kind of like prove yourself astrology like google like the basic meanings of the signs um you know i have an article on my website as well that really does that so you could check that out but after that go google astroseek moon calendar 
And this is where you show, or the, the calendar actually shows the movement of the moon. And the moon is our emotions, our feeling life. So we are so much about that side. And that's why it's so important. Like you said, full moon, everything starts bubbling up. And what I recommend is look at the signs, look at the meanings and look at the movement of the moon and look at what other people are, how they are acting, basically, because it, it, every sign and the moon changes uh, signs approximately every two and a half days. So it, you can really quickly see how the, the, the emotional waves or the emotional state of the human being gets switched, let's say switched so rapidly let's say my favorite one obviously is the scorpio moon because scorpio moon is so freaking heavy to handle so you can see the switching people so quickly and and if you don't believe astrology after that you know i've maybe not for you <laughs> maybe not for you but i do recommend it so when you were first tracking it like you said you were in a relationship and you were fighting mm -hmm. all the time when you started looking at that did you um, I'm sure some of our listeners, and I know I'm interested in this, like, did you kind of use it, use the moon cycles and the um, astrology predictions to help you to, like, not have those same arguments throughout that relationship? Absolutely, definitely. And, and this is where it gets a little bit um, tricky, because, you know, you might believe at the moon and you can see you know one party can understand oh so this is happening oh okay so this is one of the reasons we're fighting or you know some other emotional stuff comes up but the, the trick of the matter is the other party needs to believe that or understand that as well if they don't hard to use it yeah. and hard to to kind of like start using it to your benefit but if both parties are on board so this is what i've noticed and, and my current partner at least you know we're on board she knows already that you know that the um, conspiracy theory so to speak is true so so when i give her let's say okay so this is where the difficult more harder uh, period is coming up for us you know you, i can you know look at personal transit as well then it's a little bit easier to navigate you know we know this is going to come up okay let's talk about it let's get clear you know what what the core issue is so i would say yes but it has to be worked with by both parties otherwise it's a little bit of a i don't i you know it won't work basically mm -hmm. is what i'm saying <laughs> And are there other things then in astrology? So obviously we're talking about the full moon um, and not necessarily just in regards to relationships, but I guess like emotions and things like that in regards to like the retrograde planets moving into certain seasons. What other things are commonly affecting certain times of the year, I guess? And like so, basic astrology terminology <laughs> so you know a lot of a lot of the quicker moving influences like the sun mercury and venus you can really quickly start observing those and you know let's say let's take venus for example so venus in in very simple terms is what we enjoy to do so right now venus is about to move to uh, gemini even um, this week, the, the week that is coming up for us. So we, Venus, when Venus moves, for example, into Gemini, we, we start 
um, enjoying co communication again, more talking again, sending messages to one another, like either even like just talking to one another becomes more enjoyable, even like selling things becomes more in, in, in enjoyable because Gemini is, is to do with commerce, even writing is, is enjoyable for us during that period. And Venus, again, changes signs pretty quickly, you know, depending on if there's a retrograde or if there's not, but still very quickly, you can see that in a month, you know, that switch now mercury mercury again another really good example is mercury because mercury is what we think about and everybody can follow where their mind goes towards or what the mind goes towards and right now you know uh, mercury just uh, entered uh, cancer sorry and uh, cancer what what is cancer about cancer is actually quite emotional again feeling oriented and family oriented like emotional security oriented so these are the places immediately our mind starts to go and move towards like how can i create these how can i make these and mercury is also what we speak about what we communicate about so again you find yourself okay now it's cancer season mercury is in cancer you find yourself talking to another person a lot more maybe about real estate again cancer maybe about the land, maybe about your family, or maybe even um, communication between the family members gets mm -hmm. more, let's say, um, highlighted. I think that's a, that's a good uh, Mercury, you know, kind of example. And the sun, you know, sun is, is a very big influence. And, and that's where our like, a lot of our attention goes towards and then again it's going into cancer so cancer season is is going uh, or upon us and it's a very i would say a pretty emotional time um and and let's say the sun is still a little bit more to do with what we put out into world how we create in the world and when sun is there it's it's you know at times can be a little bit tricky to because the emotions are so up and we're so focused on this and we're quite sensitive as well during cancer season so it's it's a little bit harder to focus on let's say maybe you need to do a business project maybe there's something in your career that's need that needs more work to put into but now during cancer season it's a little bit like a friction there because i want to like focus a little bit on my safety i want to focus a little bit about my on my feelings and emotions and maybe family but then you know the the career and the the focus is still kind of like it has to be done and the two are can be at odds but you know from a from a let's say positive side of when when the uh, sun is in cancer we can say that there is a focus on healing uh, healing work good time for that focus on real estate land you know doing things there and and doing things with the family you know similar again or even, even like protective um, areas like uh, you know, land protection is a very Cancerian thing as well. Hmm. Very interesting. You're making me a little nervous now because I feel like I've been quite emotional and I'm like, oh, it's going to get even more emotional. I don't know if I can handle that. But what's been going on lately, like say the last month or so with all this, I'm like, where, where are things at, have been at? Because... So let, let's start, let's, I'll, I'll um, step a few feet back, let's yeah. say, um, and, and start from, let's say, 2022 in general. Like 2022, okay. we're at the bottom of a very big cycle. So when we're at the bottom of this big cycle, this means usually more economic turmoil, more emotional turmoil, more um, conflict, aggression, even the W situation, again, similar like when we are at these bottom parts 
everything in society is kind of like not working so great and if everything is in society not working so great usually it means our emotions or feelings everything our inner consciousness is more alert it's more you know anxious it, it, there is a lot there going on as well so that has been um, you know let's say we the bigger theme is that we're, we're in a very difficult space in time right now um if so so let's say that influences us for an entire year definitely and then you know obviously for for a little while more but if you're asking me where are we at or where were we last month or you know the recent times mm -hmm. we just had a full moon it's it was a quite i would say intense new moon because again it was a um a t-square with neptune um a lot of um I would say emotional turmoil, emotional hmm, not seeing things very clearly, em emotional confusion. I would say in, in that full moon, and not to even like to even make it a little bit more worse. Mm -hmm. There was Mars and Chiron conjunction. So when Mars is, let's say, the warrior, the more aggressive, the energy, the ambitious energy, and and it's very can be very reckless energy as well. And it was happening all in Aries. And, and Chiron is our, let's say, core wound or like the most painful thing that ever, you know, basically happened to us. Mm -hmm. And when Mars, you know, kind of like aggressively is, you know, conjunction means basically <laughs> that they're together. And when Mars is like basically very aggressively pointing, like triggering that wound, <laughs> it can get emotionally very uncomfortable. Like, but okay. the, like, like, let's say the... <laughs> I'm saying, in you know, season too. in Aries season, exactly. So it's a little bit like <laughs> a lot of Aries, yeah, <laughs> more aggressive. But like, like the point for me always is to understand, like, how can we use even those difficult areas? This is why I call myself the freedom astrologer, because I like a lot of that, let's say, a more ancient approach to astrology is like, this is bad and this is nothing we can do about it. But like, the, I would say the modern, more understanding of or better understanding of astrology. OK, so this is pretty difficult to handle, but how can we do it and how what can we you know make of this? And let's say when we're talking about Mars and Chiron specifically in conjuncting that way, it's 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 painful, yes, but it's also because Mars is the surgeon. Mars is something we can cut off with, basically, or cut things off. So if we're talking about a wound, I'm not saying we cut off the wound, but maybe we go into that wound and you know press into it and surgeon it and it's like heal it in a in a very uncomfortable way but we still you know make the surgery happen and we make that the, the painful thing happen and afterwards the wound can heal after the painful thing has happened and then we can move on uh, and act in our lives in a more healthy way that makes sense the the turmoil let's call it of 2022 is like it just feels like everything is constantly um, kind of uprooting and upheaving as we're like changing through this period. And I know most of the um, people I like follow on Instagram that are even slightly into astrology or even energy, like these energy forecasts of any sort are kind of continuing to show that. So it's interesting to hear the like backside of that and how the planets are moving and how that's actually affecting then the energy as we're going into these new seasons um 
Go yeah, on. maybe a couple of words about like, like I won't, don't want to scare obviously people, but like if if you're anticipating things, you know, to go back to normal, to go really easy and to, like, no, I, I have to say because I I see it and it's there's not nothing of that sort is going to happen unfortunately, um, so I just want want to prepare a little bit because this summer you know it has it intensities let's let's put it that way but still the planets are moving retrograde usually it means at least even when the tougher energies are play it gets we get a little bit of a break from different things uh, depending on in our natal chart where the retrogrades are happening but you know from a, when i look at into autumn autumn this year is looking really bad and and all of those <laughs> yeah uh, all of those let's say problems that we've been having is or or let's say yeah that, that have been building and, and especially in Europe that the food crisis and everything is is getting worse and worse and uh, the the oil and and all of these things unfortunately going to continue uh, most likely you know the the V situation everybody has for mostly forgotten about it because of the W situation these are all going to be playing out and and. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking, let's say I'm, I'm preparing quite um, seriously, personally, with our family here to, to let's say, get through this period. And, and um, I, I would, if I'm listening to this, I would take it seriously in a way of like, if, if I have some illusions of things that were going to just, oh, you know, it will be fine, everything will be fine. <sighs> Maybe make some preparations at least a little bit, um, especially with food. I, I would recommend at least keeping some sort of um, liquidity with food in, in your homes, if possible. Yeah. And um, obviously, I've listened to your podcast with Mercedes, um, quite a few of the episodes, and I know you yourself are a bit of a channel. So is this some messages you're kind of receiving and downloading or is this like astrology based predictions that you're kind of talking about these are i would say mostly astrology based predictions i had a couple of i would say pretty intense visions um as well mm -hmm. which were which were very let's say unpleasant to look at and intense to look at. So I was like in a place of like, I don't even know what to make of it and how to even share these or what to do with these. And then for these two specific ones, I am like, I'm, I'm let's say I'm, I'm asking for more clarity because I want to know, I, I don't want to scare people, you know, just, you know, to, to scare people. But like, for me, it is important, like, like, like I said, like, have a like a backup with food, maybe like these, these are for me, like important things to do, especially during autumn time. And like, if your listeners are mostly in Canada, you know, Canada, you know, I know there are problems with the government and people are, you know, not super pleased with, with what things are going on there. But like, in Canada, for me, Canada is one of the place, best places to be. Like it, there's every season is represented there. There's hills, there's mountains there. There's everything grows there. Basically, there's food there. There's land there. There's, you know, water. There's a lot of fresh water there. So there, guys, this is, uh, I think, a good place to be um, when we're talking about these 
like harder, difficult energies, and you're quite far away from Russia. Uh, let's let's really be honest here, yeah. and it is, it's not the amazing uh, neighbor to have. So like, but like if if we're talking about will it influence Canadians? If if if, if what everything that is going on, you know, let's say astrologically, and then you know, intuitive channels and energetic channels are saying, will it affect Canadians? Of course. You know, the prices will continue to rise and the prices most likely will continue to rise if I'm looking at astrology, astrology, ah, astrologically right now. We're looking at um, end of March 2023 and June 2023. These are the like the for me the timelines where, where things should start at least to to let's say slide out or like some sort of like price yeah like like something should start um, quote unquote normalizing, but I mean, you know, like the supply lines should be working or st at least start working a little bit better. Uh, the prices should be starting to go down or at least normalizing, like staying, you know, at, at one place for a moment in time uh, from from June 2023. So, but if you, you know, it's a year, it's, it's a year from now. So, you know, better to at least prepare a little bit. Is what I'm saying, it's but a like crazy world we're living it, in right now. It's a very crazy world. It's it's an amazingly crazy world, and this is one of the the reasons why I brought up the cycle. Like this is uh, for for those of you who don't know, and and this is quite a I would say a very specific astrological knowledge. This is um, worked out by Andrea Barbeau, and he he was unfortunately he's passed on now he was a, an amazing french astrologer who who worked this these cycles out and these have been working like like so accurately and the next let's say top where 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 things are you know harmonizing in society and where things are moving good and you know we're we're exchanging goods again properly the next top will be 2032 so that's, you know, 10 years from now, you know, we, we have a bunch of years to go towards that. And we have to, you know, make make uh, good things. And we, we, you know, just, you know, have to get through these difficult, dark, darker times, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So energy wise, like, let's put the physical side a part of things here. What would you, as an astrologer, like prompt people to focus on in terms of um, where to focus your energy and kind of how to get through this in a way mentally like um, would you recommend following astrology to kind of see where the energies are at or you know like meditation or things like that that really would help the mental side of things um, yeah, this is this is one of the things one of the biggest things I do with people who come to work with me is I basically what I do is I teach them to feel and, uh, and it might sound weird, but there's a huge problem in our society, in our modern society, we haven't been taught to feel at all. So we don't know how to feel our emotions, we don't know how to feel our feelings at all. And the most things people used to, or are likely to do are, are process everything in their mind, in, in their in their left brain, most mostly. And this is where I really encourage people to learn to be in the body or to at least um, learn to be in the body. And what that means is basically, you know, focusing your attention on the body 
and usually it takes five to seven minutes very very quickly you know, you can do that you the easiest way is to point one one um or your attention on one uh, part of the body which is the heart usually it's the easiest thing to focus on if you can't do the heart you can do something else and if you find yourself let's say you know you know obviously you can follow astrology but sometimes when people get into astrology and they're like you know the astrologer says like you know you know food crisis uh, economic crisis gas prices are going it's like uh, more anxiety comes immediately yeah. into their consciousness <laughs> or more war okay so what do i do now now in order to to calm yourself or be in the present moment uh, you know properly and make better decisions um, to, to be able to deal with everything, it is important in my mind to learn to feel those feelings and process those emotions and be literally with yourself in those difficult situations because then you can make, you know, instead of freezing in fear or going crazy in fear, you know, you can ground yourself, like say, but and again say, like, okay, I'm, I'm still afraid, there's fear in my, in my being, in my consciousness, but. You know, I'm present here and I'm okay here. So what do I do now? So I would say that's one of the like the first things I would would do because if you're a bit, if you're able to be in the present moment and in your with your feelings, the thoughts again start to clear as well. And, you know, they don't go so crazy, they don't go so wild, and they don't ram, you know run so rampantly off. And 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 it's easier again to make those uh, better decisions if it's you know maybe it is just going to the store and getting some you know canned goods for for you know to have a monthly supply which isn't a you know a bad thing to do, for example. I I love how like your honesty first of all and just how different your take on astrology is. I feel like compared to a lot of others and just how I feel like sometimes when you go to certain not energy workers but I guess I guess sometimes in spirituality it can sometimes things can get sugar-coated I guess a little bit um and I do appreciate that like your honesty I mean I'm over here now like probably going to be stressed for them <laughs> no, just kidding um but it's it's I, I'd rather someone be straight up and tell me what's actually going to happen rather than like be like everything's going to be okay and it's all going to be great and wonderful when, you know, that's the cycle of what's going to happen. So <laughs> this is this is this is I think one of the hardest things about being an astrologer, basically, yeah. because you know, if, like, if if I sometimes say things that let's say are maybe more of the positive nature, then I get you know people say why are you so positive right and when i say the negative things people call me i think i was called the boy of doom and gloom you know <laughs> under one of my videos but like you know it, it, it's a bit it's a difficult um balance to master definitely yeah. because and especially let's say if, if you know you start to see visions as well and, and i think many people are capable of seeing visions and, and intuitively even feel in their body what is going to happen mm -hmm. and especially if you start to even do that and you start picking up on on these things as well it can get quite overwhelming but also it's 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 in my mind it's, it's better to rip the band-aid so to speak and okay let's be anxious for a minute here let's be uh, you know let's go crazy for a couple of hours <laughs> and let's process the emotions and then feel like okay so there's a high probability that these you know nastier things are going to come at us so what are we going to do now because we have time to prepare we have time to do things 
and and how can we navigate so so i think it's better in the grand scheme of things to rip off the band-aid so this is one of the reasons i would love if our let's say country leaders and world leaders and government leaders would be these types of people okay like let's let's explain this to people let's let's understand what is happening because right now there's still like you know especially in europe they're they're kind of like talking about the food crisis and and but it's 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 so much you know when i look at the shows it can be very very even like much much worse and i know one of the reasons they're not talking about this is they don't want to scare people mm-hmm. but like if you tell the people like this is what we need to do we need to plant we need to we need to use land for this that da, 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 da. you know make these quick decisions right now we can alleviate basically what is coming you know but right now people are t- told lies maybe you know some know and they're like, like oh yeah everything is going to be great and you know yeah. fine and they're kind of like not preparing and they're like they're going to, some people i think are going to be hit really hard because let's even let's take interest rates you know a lot of people you know there's now talk and they raise the interest rates now but i personally i knew this was going to happen you know beginning of the year already i had a good let's say probability high probability that i knew this was going to happen and like the, the leaders still aren't really talking about you know properly that we're going to raise the interest rates and or even a lot raise the interest rates and you know for a lot of people that's freaking important because they have mortgages they're not fixed interest rate mortgages and you know during autumn the bill for those loans is going to be much much higher you know now the food bill is higher the gas bill is higher the mortgage rate you know we need to we need to figure out a plan here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what a different world we would live in if we had all spiritual leaders as politicians (laughs) hey (laughs) um i do want to switch gears a little bit ian i was really intrigued by part of your intro and um I want to learn more about the um, the part about learning that there is no such thing as death and how you came to your awakening and and learning that. So that's uh, every time I start talking about this, I get a little bit emotional, obviously. But it's it's um, it's a, it's been a quite a wild ride for me, and um, you know. The awakening again. It started with a relationship. Actually, <laughs> again, again, a woman came and sorted me out. But like, like in in uh, in um, in all serious, like in that relationship that came, I was before that. I was a you know, I was a drug addict. I was a alcoholic basically. But I was like an active drug addict and alcoholic. I was a poker player, so I I could do the, these vices and still kind of exist in in some shape or form in the society. But like she came uh, into my world and kind of like bursted that bubble really quickly and and really opened up like started talking with me about like the secret and weird like energies and stuff like that. And at first I was like very confused. I was like it kind of makes sense, but I I don't know. Like I, I'm not sure. And then she offered me uh, an opportunity to go to an energy healer to i think she was like uh what do they call that energy i can't remember exactly but she was you know working with the energies and opening things up and i went to her i was immediately let's say on board i didn't even know why i was on board but i was like okay let's let's go there and that was that literally changed my entire life 
I would say that one session with that energy healer and um, after that I lost basically everything all my money all my I had to move back in with my parents you know all that good stuff of transformation and and I lost that relationship I lost basically everything I was you know um, guided in that way to God or, or to universe or, or whatever. And it was a very, very excruciatingly painful time to, to go through. But that also opened up all these other doors and all these other gifts and all these intuitive gifts. And I started having these very, very, very intense, I, I can call them dreams, but they weren't dreams because I was completely awake. And, you know, what, what basically started happening was... Um, they woke me up in sometimes in astral realms. I, I, you know, spontaneously went into astral realms or they woke me up and I was, you know, in between these worlds and the voices started speaking to me. Energy started running through me. Um, I started having these types of, uh, let's say, experiences. And I, I didn't even know what to think about these things. But like then it then the energy kind of like grounded a little bit of of they started let's say, giving me messages of what is to come, what is to come tomorrow, what is to come, you know, maybe in a month, what is to come in four months. Then I, I was like, okay, now this is happening, you know. And uh, at first it was scary, but it, it was quite a fun as well. And let's say, if you're asking me about how I know that there's no death, also, you, I think you asked me that, and, and yeah. I went into this, you know, <laughs> crazy wild right but like like in those experiences in those very direct connections to i would say i would call it god force i would call it the energy i would call it uh, spirit family because it, it never in those experiences i felt ever in danger it was the most loving energetic no drug can compare to this and and i've done a bunch so you can trust me in in, in that sense <laughs> but like like um like like the point i'm making is i was taking into this realm i was i was almost like shown these things i i, I felt these things i literally witnessed these things of what we are as a as a bigger thing not this flesh and, and bones but and Okay, let's, okay, I think in order to drive this point home, after those things, um, even, let's say, more intimate things started happening, uh, like people who had passed on, um, you know, for me, it was one, one really painful experience in my life was, was uh, my benchmate in, in the ninth grade. In Estonia, we have these things we call the benchmates, we basically just pick a person and we sit with them through the different classes. And unfortunately, he, in the ninth grade, before the math exam, he committed suicide, you know, at four, 14, 15, whatever the crazy. And that really, you know, sent me to a wild, wild place. But even now in my spiritual pursuits, these types of connections started coming back to me. I started having communication with them. I, you know, not only him, but um, also my um, grandmother, my grandfather, my great, even like my great grandmother. These people started appearing to me. These, these people started, I started having communication with them. And let's say the combination of myself being in those areas of like p 
pure love, pure God, without a body, without everything, existing and communicating, being quite, you know, daily almost in those areas. And then these, let's say, forces, spirits coming to me as well, these really convinced me that... You know, death is a this death is a gateway. You know, death is a really is a gateway. It's really hard for let's say the left brainish type of of people who are really grounded. And I'm not blaming the groundedness actually. It's 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 good to be grounded in in this reality as well. But but um, it's hard to sometimes grasp. You know it, that it's a gateway because it's so sad and it's there's so much grief and and you know these are human emotions that we need to process. But in the grand scheme of things. Like this is a even with through these difficult times, these very hard events that happen in our life. This is this is a really big experience, a really freaking. I would call it fun, but it's not always fun. But it's mostly a pretty freaking big experience where the the death that we call death is just a gateway to to another one, actually. Yeah, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> There's probably a lot more I could share. Obviously, the, those experiences I went with, went through them quite quickly. Yeah, there's always like these big lessons in our experiences here in this life, and um, I know Sydney and I believe more and more the same on the same lines as you um, after the experiences that we've both had too. So. Um, it's really interesting to hear other people's stories of how they came to their awakenings. And oftentimes I feel like there is this, like, it's, it, obviously loss is a part of it. So whether that's a relationship, a person, um, other things in your life, like when you lose things, oftentimes there's room to see more and grow from that. So really cool. Thank you for sharing. I really, I really, I think I need to touch one thing here with because you mentioned loss, and I think loss is like almost excruciatingly important to suffer or or to start to suffer. And if you, like, if a person suffers a lot or suffers just tremendously, it's usually almost also at the same time. It's like the key is being turned for the consciousness doors to start to open and so that's one of the reasons I, I, I I'm not in love with suffering but I, I see the necessity of suffering because it's just right now in the human experience in the human consciousness experience it's a tool for that those gates to open to for those doors to open because when you suffer so much you want to get out of it you start looking for answers you start look asking questions you start you know opening your mind to something else because you're such in a such a dark place okay you know take me to that freaking energy here let them do the woo woo thing and then you know your life might completely change after that and that's you know one of the reasons why sometimes suffering is necessary and loss is necessary mm -hmm. i think you really like hit the nail on on the head there like uh, yeah i think that was pretty much my journey with things too is I suffered pretty hard, I'd say for a solid year, and I still go through that. But I think that, you know, forced me to explore a lot of these things, because I wanted to get better. And 
find that purpose through my pain. And I guess that's kind of exactly also what we're doing with this podcast a little too, is like, we're so interested in learning more all about it. So um, yeah, I think you, that was like a really great way of explaining it. So thank you for bringing that up. (laughs) Um, I think for the astrology side of things, like maybe to wrap it up, um, we wanted to get your take a little bit on like sun, moon and rising sign. I believe those are like kind of the main three. I know most people usually know what their sun sign is, but just how they kind of all relate and is the sun sign, it's the main one, but is that the most important or do you kind of need to be aware of all of them? And yeah, do you want to just take on that topic? Sure, sure. For me, like I know some astrologers like to put sun sign in the most important category. For me, it's a big no. Uh, it's it, At best, it's the second or third. Uh, I would say maybe second maybe is the right one. So the ascendant. Ascendant for me okay. is the most important. That's where everything begins. You know, that's the... That's the sign that is on the eastern horizon where you are born. That's where you, the person, the body, everything starts. So for me, that is the most important thing. And if you, I would even recommend, you know, because it can get a little bit complicated when you start to look at everything from the sun, you know, moon, everything, putting it together. And like master, master your chart or understand your chart from a needle or, or from an ascent perspective. It's, it's a really big, big part of, of what you came here to do, what you came here to be. And now if you want to take it a little bit further, you know, the ascendant ruler or, or the, the planet or the influence that rules the sign that is ascend, that, that's on the ascendant. So maybe you're a Leo ascendant. So that means the sun rules you. So it's a very, very important planet or, or a, let's say a star is the correct term for for you in this lifetime and whenever a sun moves somewhere you're going to be you know a lot more influenced or maybe there's an aspect to sun there's a lot that's going on with you in personal life so it's i would definitely start with the ascendant um and and you know maybe even maybe even go yeah ascendant ruler where what house it goes into because that's a huge part of your life that's where whatever the sign and house it is in that's a huge mission in this part like in in this lifetime I mean, there's in my mind there's no way out of it so to so to speak you have to kind of like at least work with it some in some shape or form so that's where i would start now the sun obviously it's it's very very important and and it's it's a lot to do with what we create and what we want to make in this world Mm -hmm. and a lot to do with our career and actually our our personality as well and and you know these are the sun is the 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 gifts that we're born with the 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 really innate abilities that we're you're, you're coming into this this life with and and you know it's an area also that brings us fun which is i think a really important uh, thing to understand with the sun it's really a lot to do with fun and this is one of the reasons it very often be- or it becomes our career because we're doing it we're creating it we're making it and it comes almost like so like there's yes obviously there's some effort to it but it, it comes so like um, on its own to us and it's fun to us so it doesn't even feel like work at times so that's one of the reasons why i think i think people need to understand about the sun as well um 
Yeah, I still think it's important. Mm-hmm. And now if if we take the moon, so the, so the moon side of things, like we said, it's about emotions and feelings, but it's also about where we were, you know, like born or what, um, maybe where is, is the wrong word here. It's it's like the, the childhood ex- experience, childhood environment that we went through. And a lot of that childhood environment usually gives us the foundation and sometimes maybe it doesn't give or it gives us the foundation but it's not the best of foundations that is given to us so we need to work on that as well so our maybe our emotional lives are a bit a little bit wobbly so it's harder to go towards the sun you know our our, you know let's say creative things that we want to do and and then this ascendant the mission part of our our let's say life as well when the moon is a little bit wobbly or there's no emotional foundation and, and you know, emotional security is a lot to do with the moon as well. So we need to, you know, if, if it's afflicted, we need to, you know, heal it. We need to, to understand it. We need to make it better. We need to, to, to ground it. And um, it's, it's a lot to do with our emotional lives. And, and you know, if we, like, if we take it even a little bit deeper, if we start to bring aspects into the moon, let's say, a lot of our psychological issues are fortunately, if, especially if there's, let's say, a hard aspect from Pluto, for example, again, usually immediately means a, a more difficult childhood and, you know, emotionally more disturbed emotional problems that need to be fixed in order to, you know, move into those other directions. So, like, I would start with the ascendant, I understand that, an ascendant ruler, then sun, then moon. And then you're probably already good to go, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I like that you called the Ascendant kind of your mission. Like your, the things you're here to learn in this lifetime, that's what you're moving towards. Is that kind of a good way to phrase it? Or That's one side of it. Because there's, there are other things in the chart that, we, we, that kind of indicate what we're here to learn as well. But like, I will drive it a little bit even further. I would say the Ascendant is almost like the things we're here to experience. We need to experience. And, and we can you know, put the learning part there as well. But it's like, um, you know, I, li- I like the way that you know, some of the ancient astrologers said that, you know, we have a, like a 70-30 going on in our lifetime, mean, meaning like 70% is like already predestined and the 30 part is like our free will, what, you know, which partner we choose and etc, etc. And like the ascendant is literally what we're here to experience. So if you're, let's say you have an ascendant in, on, on Libra or in Libra, then you're here to experience a lot of this life through relationship, for example. You know, if it's in Virgo, it's a lot to do with practical things and experiencing life on a very practical, earthly way. Now, it gets a little bit strange because if the ruler of the, the first Mercury, in that case, when it's Virgo, goes into the 12th house, opens up another dimension. You have to balance, you know, the earthly practicalness with the spirituality, the, the like behind the scenes things. So it gets a little bit, you know, trickier, but you know, you can learn a lot about yourself from the ascendant sign and what you're here to experience. Let's say, because let's say, for example, if, if you are a Libra and you're like, mm, I don't want to be in a relationship, it's kind of like life will push you towards it anyway. So in the end you will be and experience life through relationships. So 
you know, better to to. I don't particularly like the word flow, but I, it's it's better to allow maybe a little bit to be pushed into the direction of the universe or what the universe has in store for you during this lifetime. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for explaining that. I feel like we could probably talk to you on this subject for hours, but um, I have a question. What is your favorite astrological sign or sun sign and why? I'm really curious. <laughs> well, well I, I think Mercedes asked me that as well. And I, I, answer, I answered Libra. I answered Libra. And one of the reasons why, why Libra is because Libra, one of the jobs of the Libra native is to see and understand every other science perspective. And, and, and understand and, and even like, you know, put, put yourself in those shoes as well. So this is one of the reasons why I, my favorite is Libra. I am a Libra ascendant myself. Libra? <laughs> okay. I'm a Libra ascendant. So it's a little bit of a bias. But like, yeah. obviously, guys, it's, it's a little bit of a joke answer from my end as well, because you can find these um, things for all the signs. You know, you right. can you yeah. can say there's so many good things about every sign. And there's also a lot of negative qualities for all the signs as well. And, and in order sure. for us to for us to kind of like live and grow and understand ourselves, we need to understand both sides. So if you ask me, I'll say Libra just for the fun of it. But I, I, I actually do love all the signs and, and what they have to teach us. Yeah, they're all unique. I'm a Libra. I guess my sun sign is Libra, but I don't know what my ascendant one is. So after this, I'm going to go figure that out. <laughs> um, I would recommend astro.com for that. Okay. That's a really good or AstroSeek. These are really both really good uh, free, just amazing free tools for anybody who wants to figure out um, what their chart looks like and what their ascendant sun and moon are. Right. So if people wanted to look that up, you just put in like where you were born, your date of birth time. Is there anything else that they need? These are the most important. Yes. Yeah. And, and the, the, I would say for the ascendant, the most important, obviously, is the time. But if you don't have, you know, the place already a problem, you know, place, usually people have the place and date, but mm -hmm. they have a problem with time. But for the ascendant to be accurate, the time is also it has to be very, very accurate or, or at least somewhat accurate. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. those are important for sure. I've heard um, like some people use other modalities to help find the time sometimes if they don't have an exact. Um, so like a pendulum or things like that can sometimes help. We, we astrologers do, let's say, rectifications as well. So let's say if you don't have your exact birth data, but you have, let's say, big life events that you have gone through, we can do that as well. You know, we can rectify from those events. It's it's a it's a quite a lot of work, but it's it's doable. It's, it's you know, it can be used as a tool. Wow, it's crazy how complicated well, I think it's complicated. Astrology is like, there's so much to it that I feel like a lot of people just don't even know. Like even just our conversation at the start, it's, it's crazy how much there is to it. 
There's so many things, guys. <laughs> like I'm, I'm literally. Uh, people come to me who, who let's say, have started to learn astrology, and they constantly like, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know where to go. I don't know what, what to, you know, focus on. Then I recommend like focus on one thing at first. Let's say if it's a ascendant, or maybe it's the signs. You want to understand the signs. For me, it's the, one of the most, you know, foundational things for you for a person to understand if they want to go into astrology. It's like understand what the signs mean. Mm-hmm. then what the houses mean then what the planets mean and then when you have that foundation now you have can make choices you know you can go into psychological astrology you can go into medical astrology you can go into financial astrology you can go all sorts of areas you know it, you know it's it's a very very deep thing you know that we are i would say for for us humans we're, we're just like in baby steps with this astrology thing definitely those are really good recommendations just to like do the one focus and go from there. And you obviously offer readings to clients. Um, do you usually like, are those usually like an hour long to start and you can get a lot of information from that, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, for me, I do, let's say I approach astrology as a, in a very different kind of sense. I, I obviously do the, let's say the normal astrology thing as well which is you know oh your ascendant is here so that means this i i do that as well but usually when let's say a person comes to me i I really like to approach it from a perspective of of do you have something that is let's say a problem for you maybe you're you're stuck in career maybe you're stuck in your relationship maybe it's it's something else maybe it's a problem with your mother father whatever it is if you have these things you know let me know i will look at the chart let's figure out a plan for you let's let's offer your liberation through that so that's how i personally like to to um let's say approach astrology and um you know i i do obviously i do the the predictions side of things as well but the predictions you know i'm i'm the astrologer who's like mm, i you know i'm not sure if predictions are the best thing for astrology because let's say from a global perspective maybe we can see a lot of things we can you know see the interest rates etc etc but from a personal perspective i'll give you an example is let's say um so a person comes to me and wants to know when they're going to be in a relationship that's the question <laughs> it's like you know, I can answer basically never, you know, never. Yeah. If you if you continue like this, never. But like, you know, any type of astrology isn't going to like that help you get into a relationship. If let's say you're an asshole, basically, or a dick, you know, it, it's very hard to get into a relationship like that. So to me is like, what are the issues actually preventing you from going into relationships and if we're talking about a relationship one of the main issue that is usually stopping the person getting into a relationship is their primary focus that they had during their life uh, early childhood which is their parental relationship their mother father whatever happened in that relationship usually leaves these deeper scars and now the person has fear, the person thinks that the same thing is going to happen, etc, etc. So we need to at first, you know, alleviate these and then the person can go towards a more healthier relationship. So that's one of the reasons why I don't really particular like, again, a good example is um, money. Now, when am I going to get money? Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. What are you doing? You know, what, yeah. what are you doing? Like, are you learning something? Are you going to school? Are you, is, is there a business forming? You know, what is happening? And that's one of the reasons, again, why I don't like that type of astrology that much. But if if person comes openly for me, like, okay, so I'm doing, you know, business here. What can I do with this business? How can I grow this? I think it's a much, much better way to approach life in general and astrology as well. So because that's when the, the results can be much, much better, much, much better. Mm-hmm. I think that goes for so many things, looking at like your blocks and your root cause of why you're you are where you're at and what you can do to change those things yeah that's yeah totally (laughs) um okay ian i think we're almost at time so i would love to hear from you what your offerings are and um how our listeners can find you so my my or our or sorry your listeners can um, find me on my website mainly that's ianaltosar.com very very easy uh, usually that's there or if you just google Ian Altosar the Freedom Astrologer usually things come up as well so I do offer you know one on one consultations I offer courses about astrology and one of the main things that I do is I help people be free very very simply put whatever we can do to create more freedom in your life that is what i do and sometimes it's financial very often unfortunately guys if you're listening to this it starts with the emotional life so you need to take care of that before and the other stuff will start to to follow as well and and i'm having i actually i'm i'm uh, quite soon probably when this episode is going to air i will have again another book published as well about how the signs are uh, or how the signs sleep and and um let's say the the sleeping patterns and and how can you create better sleep in your life using astrology so that's coming out soon guys i need that book (laughs) what is that book going to be called again sorry uh sleep better through astrology Oh, cool. Vol- volume one and volume two is going to come out end of year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I checked out your website and you have lots of also really good articles. You also have links to your podcast and YouTube channel. That's correct. That is correct. And guys, if you, you know, I know t- t- things can be diff- difficult right now. I have like, I, I think I have almost like 200 free videos on YouTube. So go check those out. You can change your life with those. And I have a bunch of free articles on my website. You can, you know, no cost, no everything. And I also, just one more thing, <laughs> I just like, feel like an infomercial yeah. right now. <laughs> but uh, I do write a, I would say quite a packed um, newsletter that also is geared towards helping people be free in all areas of their life. So I do recommend signing up for that. I did just sign up for your newsletter and the emails the other day when I was checking out your website and I got my, I think first one came through today. So I'm excited to read that. Awesome. Um, And then also you and Mercedes are doing an amazing job with your podcast, as we mentioned um, in your intro, the cosmic adults. So be sure to check that out. Um, do you have any final thoughts or advice to wrap this up? <laughs> um, I think I think I have because one of the things we didn't speak about this is it was like my let's say bigger vision I had for for our, us humans and and that is also or a little bit of like a bigger vision and, and I think my timeline that I think for now is about twenty years but I I did I was shown let's say 
what the potential of the earth is or, or where are we actually headed and it's very hard to 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 see that right now um, that let's say more cohesiveness more community more harmony on planet earth but I, I i had a vision for that as well so for the listeners who who you know maybe we scared some of them with these <laughs> doomy gloomy uh, predictions but like the the let's say the the light is still it's 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 already shining it's really dark right now but and the, the light is flickering but the light is there and it's 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 a big matter of we as human beings to to also go towards the light to build to make to create things that are are more let's say i don't know harmony create more harmony create more healing create more liberation uh and and, and i would say abundance i again i don't like the word but it's like it, it works in some cases abundance as well and and we we also have to put in our hands in the dirt so to speak sometimes literally sometimes not so literally we have to make we have to create we have to be you know these people who, who are more action oriented so do that as well and know that the light is is already flickering and and shining a little bit there beautiful thank you ian that's i think an amazing place to end this off today and awesome. perfect advice for, for our <laughs> listeners if they did get a little bit worried listening to the, <laughs> the latter portion so thanks again for joining us it was so lovely to talk to you today and get to know you a bit better yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you thank you so much guys for having me it's it's for me it's uh, what i enjoy so much doing and, and um, appreciate the opportunity yeah, thank you. We're so excited to um, talk to your co-host, hopefully soon, Mercedes. And <laughs> nice. Yeah, so thank you so much. We'd love to have you back too eventually if you're, if you're willing to. Cause I I'm feel definitely. Like we still yeah. have so much to talk about, I feel like, and you're so knowledgeable. So Let's yeah. do that, guys. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ian. Thanks for listening. To support us, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And we'll see you next week for our next episode of the Soul Connection Duo podcast.